0: Welcome to this episode of the Publishing Life podcast where we're going to be answering the question, one of the questions that we get asked the absolute most, um, it's are you guaranteed to make money with publishing? And I know a lot of people might say like that—that that is a stupid question. That mm-hmm. is a stupid question. Like you start a business, you, is it guaranteed to be successful? But these are the kinds of questions that we receive from people. And it, this question says a lot more about the person asking it than the person than us trying to answer it. because what the question assumes is that their results are a result of the business model mm-hmm. while their results are not a result of themselves. And that's one of the biggest, disconnects between people getting started with this stuff. You know, you, you hear those people They come to us and like, listen, I've tried eight different things online before. You know, they almost have tears in their eyes. I've joined eight courses and they were all scams. None of them worked. And it's because they have, their understanding is that when you jump into the business model, it just makes money for you rather than they actually have to make it work.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of ways that we could take this conversation, right? Like um, I I see this a lot, obviously in the coaching calls. And unfortunately there's a large percentage of people that believe that buying the course and going through the content is equivalent to actually building the business. You're not entitled to a $10,000 a month business because you finished the course. And, you know, I've, I've gone over this a lot and you guys have mentioned it a lot as well. Um, There's a big difference between doing something and doing it well. This and is
0: kind of the most important conversation we can have on this topic. It is so like
1: th- not all books are created equal. And most of them exactly. are the people that don't have good results. I can say with the utmost certainty, with no hesitation whatsoever, their books are not good.
0: Mm-hmm. So this topic is actually fresh in my mind because I'm writing about it in a book right now, soon to be ready and released. Maybe if you're watching the future, it's already out. Um, I believe the reason why people don't see the distinction between doing something, doing something well, because they're used to having a job where all you have to do is show up to make money, whether you do it well or whether you do it poorly, you're Going to make the same amount of money, especially in the time you're working. You can get promoted and whatnot. You might get fired in the future, but you're still getting the same paycheck as you got last month, even if you slacked. When you're just paid on an hourly wage, getting paid the same, whether you do well or whether you don't do well, there isn't any strong incentive to really do your best and do it well with the utmost quality and so on. And they sort of bring that attitude into publishing where they think just showing up and Doing something super average is enough, and it's not. Yeah, and I
1: was just going to say, like, we're dealing with a a market here. This is not like some uh, random, like, universal, just happenstance that books sell or don't sell, there are people in a market that choose to buy your book or not. And if your book doesn't sell, it's because people rejected your book. That's why, right? It's like the biggest mantra, the golden rule with publishing is what you put out is what you get back. If you garbage in garbage out, if you put in poor quality work, you're going to get a poor quality result. And it doesn't need to get more complicated than that.
0: Yeah, it's like it. it, Some people they almost expect it to work almost on an algorithmic level, where you put one book out there, you make X amount of money. Works on that kind of a a simplistic basis. uh, When it's on the the gigo garbage in garbage out uh, level, Uh, it's like if you go into our email inbox and see all the support tickets we get, we'd ask this question a lot. Am I guaranteed? Is this guaranteed to work? And I know that when someone asked that, I mean, my first reaction is it's actually guaranteed not to work for you because I understand like the mindset you have when asked that question, yeah. you know, like you said before, you're asking from a state of, does the business work and not, you know, will my contribution to the business be enough for it to work? And that's my, you know, response would always be, well, you tell me, are you going to do what it takes to make it work? Are you going to publish books when problems arise? Are you not going to quit? If so, yeah, you're actually guaranteed to make money. It's as close to a foolproof business as it gets, as long as you actually do the work. It's very, very hard to lose money. Let's say you're starting. Amazon FBA, dropshipping stores, and something like that, where ad spend is a big part of the business and what drives sales. It's much easier to waste money through ad spend. You know, oh, it doesn't sell, gotta take it down. When, when you have a dropshipping business, let's just use that as an example, time can't run its course to eventually rec- recoup those costs because you took, those, took that product down. It's never gonna sell on its own without any advertising. But that's not the case with publishing. To fail at publishing, is incredibly challenging, challenging with the caveat, as long as you do the work. So, yeah, yeah. You, you, were, you were bringing up Amazon FBA before and comparing it to that. Uh, you were missing the biggest piece of an Amazon FBA business, with which is 5K upfront. Mm-hmm. Product, there's your risk. And you can't just put it up and let it just sell on its own. That's one of the things that separates publishing from anything else is it really runs on its own like like when when you step away from it of course
1: Mm -hmm.
0: it runs on its own and uh you can just sit back and do your thing Uh, i want alex to chip in on because i feel like i know you have a different insight to what he just said
1: yeah oh yeah for sure i mean publishing is one of the only businesses that i personally know of that you could start literally for free you can write the book yourself you can make the cover yourself you can format it yourself You can uh, narrate it yourself if you really needed to like there. I don't know anything else besides maybe freelance work, which is more of a job job. is a job. Yeah. Not really a business. Um, I don't know anything else besides that, where you could literally do it for free and make tons of money. Um, I I don't know what else to say other than that. I I don't know. Like there's nothing else that exists like that.
0: People who have been listening to us for a while, have heard her say this many times, I 100% subscribe to the belief that, and I mean this literally, is that success is inevitable, guaranteed. It is guaranteed if you allow it to be guaranteed. It is a choice that is, uh, that is in your control. How you fail is you quit and quitting is a decision that you made. And then I know what some people are going to think. They say, no, I ran out of money. So that was not me quitting. I just didn't have a choice. Motherfucker, get a second job, a third job, do whatever you need to do. Start saving money. Stop spending your money. Then boom, now you have your money back now and then get back to work. You know, Mm -hmm. people think like when you fail and you run out of resources and there's nothing to do, that's the end of the line. Mm -hmm. Unless someone shoots you in the head, it's not the end of the line. Yeah. there's many more days to come where you can get back on your feet get your money back get your confidence back everything and then go at it again so if goes- we actually if we actually walk through the process of w- what does it look like of someone failing with publishing uh, let's walk through it and see if it's like if it makes any sense yeah here's what i see when someone fails with publishing they um I mean, let, let's say they actually gets to the point of publishing a book many will stop before then because Life gets in the the way. You start having self-doubt. Let me finish, Christian. (laughs) Let me finish. Self-doubt starts getting in the way. Uh, You start prioritizing other things. You don't want to, uh, you'd rather spend your money on these other things instead of investing um, in books and whatnot. So those are things that'll stop people from even publishing the first book. And that has nothing to do with the business itself. That's them making that happen. And then once you get to actually publishing a book, what I think uh, in terms of failure looks like to most people that are actually on a publishing a book is I published my first book. It's not making as much money as I wanted it to. Therefore, this doesn't work. I'm going to stop. And that has now been labeled as a failure because I did not have the success as a beginner that other expert level people have with the books, that, the books that they publish. Therefore mm-hmm. they see their own as a failure because yeah. they're comparing themselves to people who've been doing it and know what they're doing. So that's what I think most failures look like when they happen. But when we actually break it down, it's the individual making the decision to stop because of some unreasonable expectation or life got in the way and other things came up and it got hard and, and it's all these things that can stop people from, from taking
1: action. Hey, Chef Alfroni, I got something in the kitchen! Yeah. <laughs> all right, we're good. Um, all right, yeah, so, so one, one way that, I, that was really powerful for me to reframe uh, my perspective on publishing, not that I ever really doubted it, ever, but my first few books were not great. And I knew that it was my fault. Um, but there's always that little doubt in the back of your mind when you don't get the success you're looking for in the time frame that you're looking for it, uh, that there's something wrong with the business model in general. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And those books, by the way, did make money. They made like $800 a month, uh, which is pretty good for solid. someone's first book. It, that's solid. Um, but I was, my expectations were way too high. Um, you, what were you expecting? I think I was expecting like 3 k or some shit like that. I don't know. $800 <laughs> uh, a month? Yeah. It's fucking like, just bullshit. I mean, to be fair, I didn't have a lot of angst with it. I was just like, eh, oh, well. Uh, but I made a lot of mistakes with that book. And this is really powerful. And I want to make sure that the people listening to this, this is without a doubt, not something that they want to hear. But it, for the people that are listening and can hear what I'm about to say, it will be powerful for you. So I want you to think about all the mistakes that you made with that first book and then that second book and perhaps even that third book and think about how much real cold, hard cash, those mistakes saved you going into your next book. How much money did those books actually make? Just, just, just think about that for a second. How much money did those first books actually make? Right. Let's say you got lucky. Let's say you you published a book in a really hot niche with a really super amazing keywords, and you didn't have to put that much effort into it because the demand was so high, and you made let's say four figures a month in your first couple of books. That's fantastic. But you didn't really build the skills that you needed to to sustain that level of income over time. Now the person who quote unquote failed. In the beginning of their process did build those skills and is learning and is committed because they sort of went through the gauntlet of publishing in various different niches and figuring out how it actually works that person is going to make way more money than the person who sort of uh, got it easy with their first uh, couple books because you know the the climate was right so to speak uh, for that situation so this again I know people want to make money as soon as possible and it needs to hit their bank account as soon as possible. But I think having a more long-term perspective and a more holistic perspective with what value actually is and where it comes from could be a powerful thing. So just remember, how much money did those books actually make you? I would argue that those first couple of books that I made has made me well over six figures Mm -hmm. in my life. Mm-hmm. The opportunities that they gave me, the people that I met from all those mistakes, the, the state of being that it forced me to be in, to become successful, that is worth way more money than $10,000 a month or $8,000 or whatever your target is. Um, and one other thing that I want to mention as well. It's a and-
0: reframe. It's a reframe. And, and it's, it's opening up your perspective. Or- right. And
1: these things can be positive. Like in And in, 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 again, I was in a very similar state. If you guys listen to my story, I did not have any money doing this. I was in a very desperate state of being. My life was not good and not enjoyable. Uh, So I know what it's like to feel like your back is up against the wall and you need to make this work. Um, And you want that money to hit your bank account as soon as possible. But a lot of times things don't really happen the way that we expect them to. And as a business owner, and especially as an entrepreneur, a lot of this it's just rolling with the punches. And, you know, I think the wisdom and all of this, is this guaranteed? The real true answer is yes. If you follow the path and you stay with it and you actually publish high quality books, it does not need to be more complicated than that. And it really is as simple as that. So that's facts,
0: Alex. So I want to comment on just a funny little thing you said before, just, you know, People want the money to hit their accounts as soon as possible. I just want to say that if, if that's you, then you're better off having a job because they're going to pay you almost immediately. My point is that entrepreneurship requires patience. Entrepreneurship is not fast money. When you build a business, you're going to be putting up money, time, and effort in upfront without getting paid for that. And I think that's what happens to people where they're putting in resources and they're not getting them out fast enough. And then they think, what's wrong? This isn't working. But it takes time to create books. It takes time to publish them. It takes time for them to take effect and just for everything to be implemented. But people want it to happen faster and so on. You, you get my point. So right. We're growing they're trees. Programmed, they're programmed for mm-hmm. that. It's, yeah. it's like
1: growing a tree, right? Like if you want to get the fruit from that tree, it's going to take eight six, eight, 10 years in a lot of cases to have that tree mature to the state. And by the way, it's a lot quicker with publishing just for the record, but you know, it's not like you just plant seeds in the ground and you magically get vegetables that just sprout out of the ground the next day. Life does not work like that. Um, and one last thing I want to say too, because I really do think the question of, is this guaranteed? Isn't really the real question. I think the real question is, is can this happen as soon as humanly possible, no matter what I do? And I want to sort of uh, have another read no reframe for people that are asking that question. And I think it comes from a sense of entitlement. I think the the word guarantee is an entitlement, which yeah, is not the question that an entrepreneur would ask, which is totally fine. And maybe you would, maybe you're just in the, it's just a part of the path, you know, not judging anyone here whatsoever. But I want people to think about how long it took for them to go to college and how much money they spent to go to college. And then I also want you to think about how long it took you to get a job and how much money you're making from that job. And then also, I want you to think about and ask yourself, are you making $10,000 a month with that job? Because that's just sort of the arbitrary target that most people have with their publishing business. I can almost guarantee that the vast majority of people listening to this have never made $10,000 a month in their life for a consistent period of time. So to come into a business model and expect that to happen overnight is completely unreasonable. And let's say you did get in a super amazing job and you, how long did it take you to get promoted to where you're finally making $10,000 a month? I can almost guarantee for the vast majority of people, it did not take six months. So I think just having a little bit of uh, perspective would be really healthy for people getting into online business in general. Um, and that's not to say that you can't make this work very quickly. You can, but it's going to require a mindset that doesn't have this question in its head.
0: Mm-hmm. So yeah, that wraps up the episode. We'll see you guys in the next one. But before, please be sure, leave a like. That, oh wait, this isn't a YouTube you you podcast. Leave a like can't podcast. leave a like. It's about that five-star review, baby. That five-star yeah. review, baby. Subscribe to the podcast, whatever platform you're watching on. Recommend it to a friend. Any suggestions you have for future podcasts, I don't know where to type it in. Somehow let us know. We'll see you guys in the next episode. Have a fantastic day. Bye-bye. Go to publishinglife.com if you want to learn more.